2019 New Living Translation, please. I did. So what are you waiting for? Yeah, it was just, it was an hors d'oeuvre. It's okay. You're good. <laughs> Luke 418, New Living. It said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because I want to talk about being blessed, you favorite of the Lord. It said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released. The blind will see. The oppressed will be set free. And here's what I want. The time of the Lord's favor has come. The time of the Lord's favor has come. I'm talking about you being blessed, you favorite of the Lord. And in Deuteronomy chapter 28, verse 8, it says, The Lord shall command the blessing upon you. So we just found out in, in Luke 4:19, the time of the Lord's favor has come. And in Luke 28, 8, it says, The Lord's going to com command the blessing on you. So there's there's favor and there's blessing coming to you. So we should be expecting favor and blessing. Don't just have one without the other. You can't. It's favor and blessing that's, that's going to come to you. Um, Genesis 1.26, please. We know this one. Um, actually, well, we, we, let's just jump down to um, verse 28. Genesis 1.28. It says, God blessed them and he said. So when God blesses you, he says something. He just didn't say be blessed. He said something after the blessing was released, right? And, and he said, um, be blessed uh, and God bless him, and God said unto them, be fruitful, multiply, replenish your earth, subdue it. So there, here's these marching orders that he gave to us. He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, have dominion, <laughs> and over every creeping, every living thing that moves on the earth, or in the, in the King James, it says every creeping thing or every creep, have dominion over that. Don't let creeps mess with you, right? Be creep free. Creep free. Genesis chapter 12, please. Verse 1. King James. Now the Lord said to Abraham, Abram, get out of your country from your kindred, from your father's house, unto the land that I'm going to show you. Uh, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. I will bless you. He's going to make your name great and you shall be a blessing. It's a three-part thing. Number one, he's going to bless you. Number two, he's going to make your name great. That's why you see Wilson basketballs. Just saying. He said, make my name great. Wilson gas stations. Yeah. Pump should be clicking with my name on it. Glory to God. <laughs> Anyways, so he said he's going to make your name great and you shall be a blessing. Why? Because you've been blessed. Right? And he says, I will bless him that bless you, curse him that curse you, and in you shall all the families of the earth be blessed. In you. What a cool thing. Listen to this in the Amplified, verse 2 of Genesis chapter 12. He says, I'm going to make of you a great nation. I will bless you with abundant increase of favors. And I'm, I'm telling you, the blessing, favor. Favor the blessing. He said, I'm going to bless you with abundant increase of favors. Make your name famous and distinguished. It's one thing to be famous. Come on, somebody, you know, Bonnie and Clyde was famous. <laughs> they weren't distinguished, right? He says, I'm going to make your name famous and distinguished, and you will be a blessing dispensing good to others. Why? Because you're going to have so much, you got to give it away. And verse 3, I will bless those that bless you and who confer prosperity or happiness on you and curse those who curse you or use insolent language towards you. So you don't have to cuss them out. 
stone. <laughs> and in you will all the families and kindred of the earth be blessed. And by you, they will bless themselves. So I looked up the word bless in the Webster's 1828 dictionary. It means um, happiness. So he said, you're going to be a blessing. You're going to be happy. You're going to have favor. You're going to have prosperity and success. He says, I pronounced upon you. So, of course, you had to look up the word pronounced, and which means he has spoken over you. He has uttered. He has declared, conferred. I used that word conferred before. That means to express the grant of favors, right? Benefits and privileges to be enjoyed are rights which are to be permanent, when he blesses you, that blessing is supposed to be permanent. You are, come on, it says to express a grant of favors, benefits, and privileges to be enjoyed or rights which are to be permanent. In other words, you could say, I am presently blessed and I am permanently blessed. Right? I am presently blessed. Why? Because there's happiness, favor, prosperity, success has been pronounced on me presently. Now he's saying, in the, in the future, permanently, I'm going to have all of this too. Mm-hmm. He says, I'm presently blessed, and I am permanently blessed. That's what we should have stamped on our forehead everywhere we go. Bam! Right? Maybe on, the, on, our, right on our palm. So sometimes we just psh, could have had a V8. Genesis 24, verse 1. Look at this. Um, in Genesis 24, verse 1, Abraham was old, well-stricken in age, and the Lord blessed him, Abraham, in all things. He was blessed in not just some things. It says that he was blessed in all things. New Living says that the Lord blessed him in every way. Every Rick, imagine, man, every single way. Every way. Every way he went, everywhere he went, everything he touched, it was just blessed. He couldn't help himself. In Genesis uh, 24, 34, and 35 in the King James Version, um, <clears throat> in verse 34, it said, uh, he said, I am Abraham's servant. The Lord blessed my master greatly, and he has become great. How did he become great? Well, he, the Lord gave him flocks, herds, silver, gold, men servants, maid servants, camels, and donkeys. That man was set up. Right? Now, that, that, same, that very same blessing has been pronounced on us. Presently, permanently. We're supposed to be walking in that. And sometimes we just have to, just, we, we need to remind ourselves. That's what I've been getting out of the, um, the, that, that series with um, uh, Keith Moore. It's, it's reminding yourself of who you are, whose you are, what, come on now, what the blessing is supposed to be doing in our lives, what favor is supposed to be doing in our lives, and knowing that we're supposed to be walking in that and expecting all of the good things that, that, that go with the favor and the blessing of God to be active and operating in our lives. Amen? Amen? Amen. Yeah. Woo! Good preach the basketball. Woohoo! I think I'll run, but I'm stuck. Okay. Anyways, so Galatians 3.29. Galatians 3.29. It says, if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and what? Heirs according to the promise. New Living says, now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. You are his heirs. And God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. That promise. He said, I'm going to make your name great. I'm going to bless all the work of your hands. He said that to Abraham. Well, that belongs to you. Come on, it belongs to me. We're supposed to have it. 
We're, ha- we're supposed to have an abundance of everything. Our children, blessed. Come on, everywhere we go, blessed. Our jobs, blessed. Our houses, blessed. Come on. That's what it's supposed to be, and we're in it. Right? So we're just walking it out. Uh, Passion, it says, if you belong to Christ, then you are now Abraham's child. And a true heir of all his blessings. All his blessings. A true heir of all his blessings. Every single one. All of his blessings because of the promise God made to Abraham. And once God makes a promise, he doesn't turn his back on his promises. He did not change his mind. He does not change his mind. He cannot change his mind. Galatians 3.13 is just a, a, probably about a page. It says in the King James, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. So, every, anytime you see a colon there like that, it means so that the blessing of Abraham might come, on, come upon the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Through faith, we believe. We receive. Through faith, right? Through faith, we are blessed Through faith, we have the favor of God operating in our lives. Amen. Listen to this in the message in Galatians 3, 13 to 14. It says, Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating, cursed life by absorbing it completely into himself. Isn't that good? Christ redeemed us from that self-defeating, cursed life by absorbing it completely into himself. Do you remember the scripture that says, curse is everyone that hangs on a tree? Well, that's what happened when Jesus was nailed to the cross. He became a curse and at the same time dissolved the curse. That was cool. He became a curse, then at the same time, he dissolved the curse, verse 14, and now because of that, the air is cleared. And we can see that Abraham's blessing is present and it's, inva- and it's available for non-Jews too. We are all able to receive God's life, his spirit, in and with us by believing just the way Abraham received it. How did he receive it? He called those things that are not as though they were. Right? So we start calling those things that are ours. Start speaking the blessings that are ours. Whatever, what is it you need? I know there's a, there's a word for whatever you need in this book. Call it out. Find it out. Amen. In Proverbs 10, 22, it says, the blessing of the Lord, the blessing of the Lord, it, what? The blessing will make you rich and add no sorrow. Uh, In the Amplified, it says, the blessing of the Lord makes truly rich. He has no sorrow with it. Neither does toiling increase it. You can't work to increase the blessing of God in your life. No, 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 no. Um... When the blessing starts to increase, what happens? You, you got to give, right? You, you just become a giver. God so loved the, well, it says Jesus so loved the, the world that he gave. Or God so loved the world that he gave. Jesus loved the world. He gave. He gave his only. Gave himself. Um, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, please. Speaking of giving. Praise the Lord. Be blessed, you favorite of the Lord. Blessing and favor. Favor and blessing. It's all good. Um, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7 and 8. It says, um, they're talking about giving. And every man according as he purposes in, in, in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly. Why? You're so blessed. You're not going to be grudging about it. 
nor of necessity. Well, no, you're so blessed and you're so highly favored. You have no needs. All your needs are taken care of. So if God has taken care of your needs, well, let's take care of somebody else's needs, shall we? Right? For God loves a cheerful giver. When you've been blessed like that, you're just walking around, ha, 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 ha. Nothing bugs you. Why? Everything's been taken care of. Well, there is a need. Okay, let's go fix that. Let's go meet that. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. My daughter, she's down in the Cayman Islands, and she started going to a church down there. They found one, and it's um, Sunrise Community Church. And one of the things that they do is rack, random acts of of kindness. So what they will do is uh, down in the Caymans, there's these little areas that that, um, um, houses that need to be fixed up, yards that need to be cleaned up, and they get teams, and they go there and just... Yeah, just, you know, dealing with, that's a community church, right? And so that's what, that's what I want us to become, a community church, a community-minded church, right? And started looking, at, at, uh, looking around and saying, okay, you know what? Who has a need? Because the more that we start filling other people's needs, God, God's got us, he's got us, he's got us covered. We're all right. So why not go and start, spread the wealth, right? And start helping some people out. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I think it'd be a blast. So it says, uh, so let him give not grudging nor, nor necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. Why? Because you're so busy giving, he's given to you behind. And, and all these things, he said these blessings are going to come up on you and overtake you. I remember David Baker, he was telling us one time when we were in the Philippines about um, grace. And he said, grace is like somebody running hurdles. And you're running the race with hurdles, and, you're, and you know that you've knocked them down. Almost every other one, they're down, they're down. But by the time you get to the end of the finish line, you turn around, they're all standing up again. He said, that's what grace does. It corrects your mistakes. So when you look, it's like, oh, there's nothing knocked down. You can look behind you and say, I'm all right. I'm good. Praise the Lord. New Living says, for God loves a person who gives cheerfully, and God will generously provide all that you need, then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. That's what it is. He, he wants you to have lots. He does. He wants you blessed, but he wants you to share it with others. Plenty left over. Well, that means after your stuff is taken care of, you should have plenty left over. Why? So you can give it away. Amplified, for God loves, he takes pleasure in, he prizes above all things, uh, above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a, joy, a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it giver. Prompt to do it. Well, I better pray about it. I gotta pray about it. How many times? Oh. <laughs> all right. People that have been leaders in departments, you know. Yeah. We want you to work in our department. Well, I better pray about it. But what are you doing now? Nothing. <laughs> so what is it to pray about? Well, I'm not sure. Well, do something, get sure. It's real simple. I got no friends. Join a department. Start working with people. Show yourself friendly. It's It's easy. It really is. And it's and like we're a lot of fun. We're pretty cool once you get to know us. <laughs> yeah, and then there's some fringe benefits in some of them because there's a bunch of people that smoke everything here. IR1. Meat. Product. 
Come on now. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, because I tell people, yeah, I smoke everything now. I got a Traeger. I'm smoking everything. What? Yeah, no meat products. I deal with all the three food groups. There's beef, chicken, and pork. It's all good. Praise the Lord. Yeah. No veggies have ever been on my grill. It's all right. Oh, yeah, no, I'll steam them. I'll steam them. That's, that's mainly for the meat. Come on now. Uh-huh. Or, well, I will be doing green beans wrapped in bacon. Yeah. And then there's these things called, why am I going here? I don't know. But there's these things called potato grenades, right? And they're, they're, a, they're a baked potato, and you take the center out of it, and you, and you fill it with, with hot sausage meat, right? Then you wrap it in bacon. Wait, wait, stay with me. Wrap it in bacon, smoke it, and cheese. Oh, at the, at the end when you finish it off, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you make some salsa sauce out of uh, um, uh, peaches that have been on the grill. Peach salsa, right? Are you there? That's what I'm talking about. Anybody want to join my group? <laughs> Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh-huh. So it says, verse 8, God is able to make every grace, every favor, and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. He said every. Every favor. An earthly blessing come to you in abundance so that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient, possessing enough to acquire no aid or support, furnished in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Wow. What an opportunity. Psalms chapter 5, please. King James. King James. Verse 11. It says, but let all those that put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. See, we have a defender. God defends us. He looks after our stuff. Let them also that love your name be joyful in you. Verse 12 is where I want to get to. For you, Lord, will bless the righteous with favor. You will compass him as with a shield. See, there's a shield of favor around you. When you acknowledge it, how do you acknowledge it? Lord, I thank you. I walk in favor every day. Thank you, Lord. Your favor opens up doors that no man can close. Your favor closes doors that no man can open. Hallelujah. Amplified, it says, um, verse 11, but let all those who take refuge put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever sing and shout for joy because... You make a covering over them, and you defend them. He made a covering over you. Imagine, you're walking around with this force field. Any, any Trekkies? Right? You got a force field around you. Nothing can get in. Keep your force field up. Mm-hmm. Let those who love your name be joyful in you and be in high spirits. For you, Lord, will bless the uncompromisingly righteous, him who is upright and in right standing with, him, with you, as with a shield. You will surround him with goodwill, that which is pleasure and favor. Be 
being surrounded with his pleasure and favor. So blessing and favor both mentioned, and you have one and you have the other. And so we need to be expecting blessing and favor every single day, every day. <laughs> and a few more verses. Okay. Uh, Luke 2.52. It says that Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. So if we start saying that, Lord, I thank you that we're increasing today. We're, in key, we're increasing in wisdom. We're increasing in stature, which means he's going to make your name great. With what? And we, and we walk in favor. Favor with God. <laughs> okay. If you walk in favor with God, my son, that's the one. Yeah. That's some tall cotton right there. Yeah. God's looking down saying, that's my favorite. There's my favorite. That one there. Oh, yeah. They're my favorite too. Mm-hmm. He said, favor with God and man. Acts chapter 2, please. Verse 46. As I was was studying this whole thing up, favor kept on popping all over the place and blessing all over. Like, I don't know, I I didn't do a word count of how how many times favor is actually mentioned, but uh, (laughs) I'm willing to believe that it's mentioned a lot because I kept on coming across it all the time. So I'm thinking, okay, so um, they're they're trying to get something over to us that um, we're blessed and the favor of the Lord is upon us. Um, in Acts chapter 2, verse 46, it says, And they, continue, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat. 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 It did not say broccoli. Nobody would have showed up. It said eat their meat. <laughs> with gladness. You can't eat broccoli with gladness. Can you? If you deep fry it in bacon grease, yum. It's all right. My heart is fixed. I'm trusting in the Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Anyways, it says that they ate their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47, praising God, having favor with all the people. See, as you praise God, favor just kind of emanates out of you. It says you're having favor with all the people, and the Lord added to the church daily as should be saved. So what were they doing? How did they add to the church? Praising God. Right? Having favor with the people. And then all of a sudden, they, they're going to come to church. But, well, if, you, you know, if you've got favor with people, that, that means they like you. Right? That means they're going to want to hang out with you. So if they ask you, so what are you doing on Sunday? I'm going to church. Would you like to come? Sure. Why? Because you got favor with those people. Mm-hmm. John 10.10. 10. You all would know this one. And it's the last part. Jesus said that I've come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. It's one thing if it would have been just an abundant life, but he said more abundantly. Which is biggie size your abundance. Right? In the New Living, it says my purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. Rich and satisfying, amplified. I came that they may have an and enjoy life, have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Woo! Passion. I've come to give you everything in abundance more than you expect. Life in its fullness until you overflow. That's good. 
until you overflow the message. I came so that they can have real and eternal life, more and better life than they ever dreamed of. So what is your dream today? What are you dreaming about? Come on. What, you know, how is your life right now? And, and uh, I put this as a side note. Uh, um, when you think back from when we started to the present, God blessed us here at NCM. From when we first started, come on, we had um, nine people. And most of those people were in the praise and worship team. So pastor had to wait for the praise and worship team to get to finish. So we'd have somebody to preach to outside his family. Right? And we did that for years. And then we were over at the uh, um, Keddies. Thank you. And, and, you know, every Sunday we'd have to go set up and tear down. And we didn't, like, when we got there, we didn't know which room we are going to be in. And there's a couple of times we set up in one room. It's like, oh, no, you got to tear down and go to another room. And we're just bebopping all over, you know. And you look at it from where we are to where we, from where we started to where we are. My. Oh, glory to God. Oh, there's so much more. Yeah. I mean, because it's, it's permanent. It's not done. And then you think about, you know, I was talking with, um, who was I talking with somebody today? Um, oh, it was Pastor Bob. I'm thinking, who was I talking to today? Um, it was Pastor Bob, and he, was, and he was talking about back over at 110 in the hallway, in the stairway, was their wall of faith. All of those people that spoke over us, that left anointings with us, that's still there. It's not, it's not gone. Right? Vicki Jameson. Jerry Seville, Jesse twice. Come on. Mark Hankins. We had some serious George Moss. We had some serious generals in, in, our, in our midst. In little old Dartmouth, Nova Scotia. I remember back in the day when I was a youth pastor the first time, and we went down to Tulsa because there was an FCF convention with Buddy Harrison. And we happened to go to Teen Mania. And um, I was there, and I, and I was talking to the guys there, and I said, um, I looked at their map, and their map stopped at Montreal. Yeah, exactly. And I said, um, I said, we're believing God to have you guys come to Nova Scotia, but you're not even, we're not even on your map. I said, what is that? And don't you know that about a year later, we had them come in? Yeah, we had, we, we had them come here. Wasn't that cool? It was. And, you know, I didn't know how to really, um, now I know how to receive um, guest speakers and stuff like that. But back then, we didn't know. And we're just tripping over ourselves and just, but we made it work. And um, James Can was one of the guys that was, was, a, was, a, was a harvest from that, from that. And he's still here? Huh? Yeah, he did. Yeah. It was awesome. It was cool. And so, you know, you think about it, we, and we, and the, the way that whole thing happened, because I was working with um, inner school Christian fellowship. So I had Prince Andrew High School and Cole Harbor High on Wednesdays. And I would go there and speak and hang out with the kids and preach and that kind of stuff. And so because I was um, connected with Prince Andrew 
When Team Mania came, they gave us the school for free to use their auditorium for the Team Mania. Um, and that was what, two nights? It was two nights for free. Who am I? Right? That's the favor of God. Sure it is. The blessing. It was working. <laughs> yeah. But, but sometimes we need to look back and say, okay, you know what? Philippines. Come on. We went there seven times. Right? You were given a car. And I mean, that was a serious, that's one of those cars that you got to lean and drive. Come on, it wasn't no dog. <laughs> that was a serious ride, right? Three people got, yeah, three people got cars. Yeah, yeah. And you were on welfare. Yeah, come on now. Not for long, you got off it. But, but just saying, God can bless you. It didn't stop him. Nothing stopped him. You went to the Philippines. You didn't have any money. You didn't buy your ticket. I didn't buy my ticket. <laughs> God, come on. And I did the church finances, and that did not come out of the church money. Mm -mm. Which is really funny, because my, uh, I had an abstract of my um, school, Marks. And for me, um, math was always right after lunch. Lunch was always parking lot. I'm just saying. Yeah, read between the lines. <laughs> Weed between the lines. Yeah, anyways, so um, <laughs> my math marks were like 50 to 55. And here I am. I was doing, we had a, I was working with a Quicken program. Um, what's the other one? There was two, two programs that I was working on. Uh, with for the church finances, I had ledgers that I had to keep balanced, bank bank uh, the the checkbooks that, that I had to keep balanced, and um, yeah, two 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 accounting programs, ledgers, bank books, checkbooks, and keeping all of that balanced. Me. <laughs> that's why, huh? And working with accountants, yeah. So that's why God sits up in the heavens and laughs because it was like, there's no way. There's no way I should have been doing that. But he said, hey, I want you to do it. I said, okay, well, there you go. So, um, so when you think back from where we started to the present, God has blessed us. Adventures in faith, better, better than what we've ever dreamed of. And, and that's where we want to be, right? Adventures in faith. Better than what you ever dreamed of. Amen. So um, Psalms 103. I love this. Bless the Lord, O my soul. All that's within me. Bless your holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all your benefits. Why? His benefits. He forgives all my iniquities. He heals all my diseases. He redeems my life from destruction. He crowns me with loving kindness and tender mercies. He satisfies my mouth with good so my youth is renewed like the eagle. I remember George Moss said, Years ago, say that every day, that your youth is renewed like an eagle. I've been saying that almost every day for at least 15 years. I'm 62. It's working. Getting a little gray now, but hey, praise the Lord. That's all right. We'll cut it down. <laughs> gray goes away. 
It's the glory. Yeah. Thanks, Cheryl. Yeah. Look at this. And uh, two more verses. Uh, Psalm 68, verse 19. It says, blessed be the Lord who daily loads us. Daily loads us. I remember uh, Brendan used to say years ago, Lord, I thank you for the daily load. He daily loads us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. Then it says, Selah. Selah. Think about it. Think about the fact that he wants, he's got a daily load for you today. When today's done, tomorrow, he's going to have a daily load for you. The day after that, there's a daily load for you. What's the daily load? Well, all those benefits in Psalms 103 we just read. Thank you, Lord, for that. Come on. If we, if we start saying every day, thank you, Lord, for a daily load, my youth is renewed like the eagle. Fountain of youth. It works. Because I've run into some people, some friends of mine back in Ontario, same age as I am. They look like old legionnaires. And they said, um, what's your secret? Tell them, Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, they're still partying, but the thing is, is that it's funny. It's actually really cool because they, they come up to me and, and the one guy, he says, yeah, Father Paul, how you doing? And he's, he's really serious because he's Catholic, right? So he, he's, he says, well, you know, you're a pastor, so you must be a father. I'm thinking, well, I got kids, so yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but even the guys in the, uh, in the old band I used to be in, um, you know, we get together every year. And uh, how's the ministry? How's the ministry? Good friend of mine, Clyde, he, uh, um, it's not his name, but I used to live with Bonnie and Clyde. It's what they did. And, and so um, I'm still friends with him all the time. And he's, he's a biker with long hair down to here. And he says, uh, he says, man, send me some stuff. I want to see what you're doing. I said, yeah, I'll send it to you. So I like, he's, you know, he, I sent him all our YouTube clips and stuff. And he's watching, he's watching me on church at church, right? Online. And he said, because, you know, he's used to seeing me playing in the bar. And he's watching me play. He says, well, your style hasn't, well, you play a little softer, but, you, you know, basically your style hasn't changed. <laughs> You're still kind of wild and crazy. I say, oh, yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah, that's cool. So salvation, oh, yeah. Okay, last verse. Ready? Psalms chapter 3, verse 8. This is the very last verse. This is cool. Salvation belongs unto the Lord. Your blessing is on your people. Come on. It's on your people. His blessing is on you. Right now. Selah. Again, stop. Meditate. Know that the blessing is on you today. Right now. So let's stand up. I want to say something. I, I wrote this out, and I think it's pretty cool. Say it with me. I am blessed. I am blessed. I'm blessed with happiness, blessed. Favor, favor, prosperity, prosperity. And, success. and success. The Lord has declared over me the grant of favors, benefits, benefits privileges, privileges to be enjoyed, which is permanent. I am presently blessed. And I am permanently blessed. That would be in the good times. That would be in the bad times. When the blessing of God and the favor of God is upon me, and it is, 
I am now superior to my circumstances. In Jesus' name. Woo! Amen. There you go. We hope this message has encouraged you in your relationship with the Lord. For more information and ministry resources, we invite you to visit our website at www.newcovenantchurch.ca. We look forward to you joining us next time as we continue to live victoriously.